Hello, and welcome to the audio version of Exeter Life, a twice-monthly column about the people, places, and events that comprise life in Exeter, New Hampshire, a historical town on the New Hampshire seacoast with just over 16,000 residents that served as the state's capital during the Revolutionary War. I'm Laura Bricker. I've lived in Exeter since 1998 and written this column since 2013. It's now 2020, and as an extreme extrovert, struggling with life at home during the coronavirus pandemic without my regular people to talk to, I've decided to add an audio version of my column. Up until now, it's only been available in print or online. You can look forward to new episodes every other week wherever you listen to your podcasts. To start us off, I've decided to take a trip in the Wayback Machine to the first Exeter Life column, which was published in the fall of 2013. It should give you some sense of who I am and why I enjoy writing this column. So, without further delay, I give you Exeter Life, Stages of an Exeter Life. On my first trip to the offices of the Exeter newsletter, way back in the winter of 1998, I could never have imagined that 15 years later I'd find myself living in Exeter and feeling like I might have lived here my whole life. Yet here I am with my son Will in the first grade at Main Street School, and me having a realization that I've experienced more stages of my life here than anywhere else. On that day in 1998, I was interviewing for an intern position with the Exeter Newsletter and the Rockingham News with then-editor Charlotte Wright. In all honesty, it was kind of a fluke that I had even ended up there. I didn't head off to college with a plan to become a newspaper reporter. I went for equine science with the hope of becoming a riding instructor or horse trainer. But after a few too many horse-related accidents, I decided it was time for a backup plan, preferably one I could do in a body cast. I figured I could write with my mouth or something, even if I was laid up from a horse accident. And I happened to be one of the nosiest people I know, so journalism seemed like it might be the ticket. Turned out it was. An internship turned into a job offer as a staff writer. I found myself moving out of my college apartment into an apartment on High Street, and then another apartment on High Street. I discovered the locals and killer margaritas down at the tavern at River's Edge, single-serving portions at the Humble Pie, and the ability to live for a whole week on one pizza from Andalini's. I grew to love the downtown. Eventually, my desire to get paid for being nosy led me to leave news writing for a job as a private investigator. But by that time, I was marrying a firefighter in town. It looked like I was here to stay, and I wouldn't have had it any other way. I grew up in a town with a population of 500 people and a soda machine. For an extrovert, this was like a form of torture. Exeter seemed like a mighty metropolis, a slice of nirvana to me. Not only did I have people to talk to, but I didn't have to block off a whole day to drive to and from the grocery store. And it also happened to be a pretty nice town. During the early stages of my life in town, there was a time I headed out for the downtown Exeter bar crawl two or three nights a week, eager to visit with the locals and stay abreast of what was going on around town. These days, I'm usually home in my sweatpants by the time I used to leave to go out, and I'm okay with that. In this stage of life, I feel like part of the town in a whole different way, whether it be at the Coyote Club pickup at Gilman Park, the PTO Welcome Back to School picnic, or something I never thought I'd be doing, volunteering in Sunday school. 
I have a certain fondness for each stage of my time in Exeter, but I know that the stage I'm in right now will be the one I miss the most when it's gone. It's the time that I really understood how lucky I feel to call Exeter my home. But that's not to say I've abandoned outings in the downtown, though they are usually with Will, who takes after me in his desire to be around people and frequently asks, Mom, can we go walk around downtown and talk to people? Okay, so I know part of his ulterior motive is to stop at Stillwell's or Orange Leaf, but I usually give in. He also likes to stop in at the bookstore and ask Heather in the children's section about Harry Potter to see the guys at Exeter Music, where he takes guitar lessons, or give a wave as he goes by Penang in Tokyo, which he still refers to as Bob's Place, even though Bob moved on to a restaurant in Hampton over a year ago. But there's nothing Will likes more than going out to eat, and most Fridays we head out to one of the local spots downtown or along Portsmouth Avenue. If it's a big night, I might even run into some of the locals and find out what's going on around town, just like the old days. Only now, I'm more interested in what's happening in the school or among parents, and I'm okay with that. So thanks so much for joining me for this inaugural audio episode of Exeter Life. You can find me online at Lara Bricker Author on Facebook or on Twitter at Lara Bricker. If you're interested in crime and true crime, you can find me every week on the podcast Crime Writers On. I hope you'll join me again as I continue to share more stories of life in Exeter. Exeter.